Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm going to say it again. Or at least I'll follow up on the fancy voice, man. This is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America on your local affiliate. Thank you to everybody listening on the free Odyssey app. Thank you to people listening on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everybody on a smart speaker or smartphone. I appreciate you. In every corner of North America. We're in a lot of places. The weather's starting to get cooler. We're moving into sweaters. Leaves are falling. Plants are drying up. Selling. Well, I feel like they've been selling Halloween candy since Labor Day. I'm just waiting to blink and It'd be like the day after Halloween, going to Walgreens, CVS, Dwayne Reed, and they'll be selling Christmas stuff. It's like they they ready to skip Thanksgiving. Like, who cares? They're going right to Christmas. How do we get here ready? Bottom line is, week four of the NFL season, it's a wrap already. Tells you how fast the calendar is a flying tonight, Monday night football. The San Francisco 49ers, they beat the Rams 24 to 9. The 49ers, they improved their record to 2 and 2. The Rams, they fall to 2 and 2. And this was just a defensive stomp out by the 49ers. Seven sacks to Matthew Stafford. Nick Bosa. Well, he's the only Bosa playing right now. Uh, Shout-outs to his brother. Get well soon. Uh, Nick Bosa had two sacks himself. The game started off pretty much early on with a Matthew Stafford fumble uh, later on in the game where there was an opportunity to potentially come back and stay alive. Uh, Matthew Stafford, you know what? Don't listen to me. Just listen to what happened at the end of the game by someone who's absolutely great. This is Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. Two receivers left and two right. He gets the shotgun snap. He's got time. He throws a pass. It's picked up. Hafunga at the 50. Sideline 40. Foot race 30. Sideline 20. 10. 5. Touchdown. It's a pick six of Stafford. San Francisco has scored. Yeah, they, they stomped him out, man. Matthew Stafford had to throw the ball. 48 times just to try to stay alive. Kyle Shanahan after the game. You got Jimmy Garoppolo now. Trey Lance is at home rehabbing his ankle. We ain't going to see that guy. And uh, Shanahan is like, yeah, guys, we won. I'm happy. Proud of you guys. 
I was real happy overall, obviously, with our whole team. Um, it, was, it was a cool way to win. Um, we knew it would be a battle. Um, to keep them out of the end zone was great. Um, I thought our special teams played well. Um, it was really cool to see because I thought we had a chance to run away with it, um, you know, especially after George's touchdown. And then for that to get returned, and then the next time down there, um, thinking we were going to get that field goal and come up short on that. Um, but then Huffkin, that pick six, um, got us right back at it. So it was cool to not play perfect, but um, to overcome a lot of things and have a good big victory. What about you, Jimmy G? You, you're not even supposed to be playing football right now. You're supposed to be on another team. You're supposed to be on the sidelines watching Trey Lance. But you're playing football. This is what Jimmy G had to say about beating their divisional rival. It's always nice to beat these guys' division game. And just, uh, I don't know, every time we play the Rams, it's a dogfight. It always is. And always usually comes down to you know the last couple minutes. And I think Huff made a huge play for us at the end there to kind of seal it for us. Oh, yeah, dogfight. The last time we saw the 49ers and the Rams, the Rams said, excuse me, I'm going to the Super Bowl. And so you think about the the series and the history between these two teams playing in the the same division here. Jimmy Garoppolo is 7-0 versus the Rams in the regular season, of course. And then Kyle Shanahan taking on Sean McVay. Kyle Shanahan is 8-4 all-time versus Sean McVay. Debo Samuel, someone who didn't go to the Super Bowl because he was on the team that lost in the NFC Championship game. Debo Samuel, he got busy tonight as well. This was probably outside of that defensive uh, uh, play, that pick six. This was probably the most electrifying play of the game. And no surprise it came from Debo Samuel. He took it to the house, 57-yard touchdown reception that looked like it was on its way to being an interception. Take a listen. Shotgun snap from their own 43. Left tackle block and a leaping catch made on a quick throw at the 50 by Samuel. Broke a tackle 45, breaks him at the tackle 40. He's on the hash mark to 30. He's being chased as he comes to the near side, 25. Broke a tackle at the 20. Sideline 10, 5, touchdown! What a run after the catch, Debo Samuel! Kevin Harlan, just always excitable. We talked about Kevin Harlan last hour. He he makes anything sound exciting. Uh, Debo Samuel, he was excited after the game. He knows they just beat them to go to the Super Bowl earlier this year. And uh, Debo's just like, yeah, it feels good to get a little bit of revenge. Uh, We knew we fell short last year, um, and we got to stack wins. Uh, One of the things we was focused on all week long was – Getting back to moving the ball, running the ball, and converting on third down, and we were flying on all cylinders today. Um, defense left three picks out there. Uh, that's, you see me get Fred a hard time by the one he just dropped, and uh, special teams did a good job too. Yep, seven-game regular season winning streak now for the 49ers over the Rams. They own them. If you want to think about some of the other ancillary numbers or stats for tonight, uh, some big names that you might want to look out for, uh, Cooper Cup, what else is new? 14 receptions, 122 yards. Well, someone had to be on the receiving end when you're playing from behind. Knowing that they were playing from behind, not a lot of rushing stats or numbers tonight for the Los Angeles Rams. Only 57 yards rushing. Jimmy Garoppolo sacked zero times. The man was not sacked once, as opposed to Matthew Stafford, who was sacked, as I told you, 
seven times. Uh, he was very acquainted uh, with the dirt tonight. Debo Samuel, I told you about that electrifying 57-yard touchdown run. He finished the evening with six receptions, 115 yards. A busy night. The 49ers, their next stop will be to Carolina, where I am sure that they will beat the living hell out of Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. And somehow, someway, Matt Rule will walk away after the ass-whooping, and he will probably still have his job. For the Rams, who've now fallen to 2-2 two and two on the season, prepare yourselves. The Rams' next game is to host the Dallas Cowboys. Should be fun. Yay. Quarterback controversy, I guess. I'm not even going to get into, uh, you know, what what Jerry Jones is getting ready to say because it's always interesting. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. David is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. David, what's up? Hey, JR. Thanks for having me on tonight, man. Um, Yeah, you know, looking at this game tonight, a couple things come to mind. I think number one, um, just the 49ers physically, you know, just dominated this game up front on both sides of the ball. And then I think mentally they just, it, for whatever reason, it's not a good matchup for the Rams. I think uh, Shanahan just has McVay's number. I mean, you see this, you know, just different instances in sports where certain teams don't match up real well. And I, and I think the 49ers just, they play like an ugly brand of ball. And I think the Rams want to play more of a pretty brand of ball and it doesn't work real well against them. And, uh, yeah, I think Stafford at times is trying to force the ball in there a little bit, and Cup's numbers are great, but let's be honest, man, he I think he'd rather catch it six times for 180 or 200 than catch it 13 for, what, 120 or whatever he had tonight. So, uh, you know, 49ers, to me, they, they can win ugly, and that's a dangerous team, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. The 49ers have shown themselves to have one of the, the, the best lines, defensive lines and defensive fronts in the NFL uh, they've done an excellent job putting pressure on the opposing quarterback so far in the season, even though as of right now, they're 2-2. Two and two. They have room to grow. And it, this is the, the part that's, that's tough to swallow, I think, for a lot of people. And I'll say this for myself. If Trey Lance was playing, I, I would have no, no, no real expectation for him. This is his first real go-round as the starting quarterback. Would have been if he didn't break his ankle, obviously. And to think that he was going to come out and be a world beater is, is not realistic. Uh, yes, he played last year, had a chance to watch, but it's, it's still vastly different when you have a chance to go out there and play. Uh, Trey Lance is, is still raw. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're not going to get from Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think that the 49ers are, are in a better position to succeed. I think they're in a better position to go to the playoffs. And this is obviously in the short term, rather than having Trey Lance there. You know, one of our callers, we had a discussion with him right before the break. And he felt that we are in what I will call a quarterback renaissance. And I think we've been in that space for years now. When you have the Eli's leaving the game, the Ben Roethlisberger's, the Philip Rivers, the Drew Brees of the world, yet Tom Brady is the, the last of a, of a dying breed, per se, for lack of better term. He's on his way out the door. 
you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's gone. And I'm, I'm not obviously kind of tying guys together with their skill level. I'm just talking about guys that we have watched play for 10, 15, 20 years. I mean, Kenny Pickett just got his first start, or not his first start. He got his first real game action yesterday, starting the second half against the, the New York Jets. And, yes, he, he did not win. But this is what the fans in Pittsburgh have been clamoring for. Give us some new blood. It's like, yes, we all know that Ben Roethlisberger is gone. Kenny Pickett is in. And did he look great? No, he didn't look great. But he certainly gave them a reason to be optimistic. He was able to rush for two touchdowns. He threw three interceptions. The New York Jets wouldn't know an interception if it pretty much hit him in the face. But Kenny Pickett. He provided them with a little bit of spark, a little bit of life, whereas you think of uh, Mitch Trubisky, he's, he's, like, he's like toast in the morning with nothing on it. You're like, hey, no butter, no jelly, no jam, no nothing. And Kenny Pickett came through and provided a little bit of a spark. A matter of fact, this is what Kenny Pickett had to say after the Jets beat the Steelers yesterday, but Kenny Pickett, uh, he made his debut. Listen. Wanted to come in there and get the win. Uh, so that's really just the emotion. Just disappointed we didn't come out uh, with the outcome we worked so hard for. Um, you know, definitely something that, you know, we need to learn from and move on. I mean, are, are we going to see the Kenny Pickett's of the world for the next bunch of years? I'm not, I'm not so sure. We don't know about some of these veteran quarterbacks that we've seen. Come on. Mitch Trubisky, this guy was taken in 2017. Here he is on his, his second chance as a starter. And that second chance as a starter is pretty much now gone. It appears that Kenny Pickett is going to make the next start for the Steelers, who at this point, it sounds crazy to say, the Steelers are 1-3. Are, are and three. Baker Mayfield. This guy was taken the very next year in the 2018 draft. He was taken at number one overall. Baker Mayfield is on his second chance. And his play right now is just like, oh, my God. If Sam Darnold was actually healthy enough to go out there and play, they might insert him out there. It's pitiful. The Cards beat the Panthers yesterday 26-16. to And Baker Mayfield just is, everything about the Panthers is uninspiring. Baker Mayfield, uh, 200 yards passing, uh, a touchdown, two INTs. Carolina is now one and three. Matt Rule is basically on borrow time. And it's, it's tough when you start to, or at least you try to evaluate some of these young QBs. But Matt Rule, somehow, someway, uh, he's seeing the silver lining with Baker Mayfield. Baker's always been a winner. He's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's uh, uh, a talented guy that's, that's made plays, took the Browns to the playoffs. And for us, it was about um, bringing, bringing another good player in and have great competition, you know, with, with uh, four quarterbacks. You know, two of those guys have gotten hurt along the way. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Baker will be the first to say, I'm sure when you talk to guys, guys he wants to play better. Uh, I think he also needs some guys on offense to, you know, make some plays for him at times. I thought uh, I challenged DJ and Robbie last week. I thought they played really well last night. Um, but, uh, you know, we had some plays early on tight end wise. I think we could have made some catches for him and helped him out. So, um, you know, we're, we're 
on offense overall, you know, we, we our, our execution. I mean, at the end of the day, when you play the way we played on defense for a long parts of that game, you know, we just need the offense to 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 kind of kick in a little bit and and and, and make some plays and and um, just just didn't happen last night. Matt, is, your, is your plan to continue with Baker as your starting quarterback, or will, or will you look to somebody else to give a spark, or what is your plan moving forward? I think Baker's our quarterback. You know, we have to we have to um, you know continue to find ways to help him and then uh, help help the other guys. You know. Um, uh, you know, Sam's, uh, Sam's not cleared right now, you know, and, um, uh, you know, we're just going to keep trying to get better. Yeah, Baker Mayfield needs help, but he still sucks by himself. And, Shep, how about this? Listening to Matt Rule, he talks like a coach who knows he's going to get fired. He talks like a guy who's going to get the boot, like he's just filling up space because he knows pretty soon ain't nobody going to talk to him because he's going to be at home. It just makes you uh, appreciate Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> oh, well, with the Browns? Oh, my God. How he was able to get 11 wins out of Baker Mayfield and beat, you know, the Steelers at what was once Heinz Field in the playoffs? Yes. Well, we, we know what the Carolina Panthers don't have. That is an excellent offensive line and two of the best running backs in the game. So, I mean. Also, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. And, yeah, just to, yeah. to mention another few notable studs. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just trying to think about who Baker immediately got help from and um yeah it's it's not looking too good it's not looking good for carolina it's not looking good for matt rule it's not looking good for baker mayfield it's not looking good for sam darnold and shout outs to all my friends with the the panthers i have a uh, quite a few of them but it's not looking good for anybody right now and uh, at least david tepper he's the billionaire owner of the team i think his net worth is i don't know we'll, let me see. If I had to do a guess, David Tepper's net worth is maybe, I don't know, give or take $15, $15 billion. Let's see what that net worth is. He's the only guy winning here for uh, the Panthers. His net worth, oh, it was close, yes, $18 billion. I feel really bad for Panthers fans right now, JR. Uh, why? When you factor in. Yes. That you have now. Let, let's exclude Josh Rosen for a second. You know where I'm going Uh-oh. with this. I don't know. I don't. The 2018 NFL Draft. Uh oh. Here we go. Four quarterbacks. You got Josh Allen. Lamar. You got Lamar. Yeah. You got Sam Darnold. You got Baker. All you need is one of those guys. They got both of the. They ball. got they both on the wrong end. The the top two quarterbacks picked in that draft. Sam Darnold and Baker yeah. Mayfield, and you got Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson sitting right there. And look at the disparity already just within year five of those guys' respective careers. It's night and day. Well, let me put some finality here on this, okay? You ready, Shep? I'm ready. Baker Mayfield was selected number one, right? He got his chance with the Browns, and Browns ain't want him no more. They decided to go with Deshaun Watson, okay? You got Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, uh, he had his chance with the Jets, and now he's with the Panthers. If you want to know how bad this is, the Panthers got rejects, okay? Baker Mayfield was given the boot for someone who is, uh, you know, he's going to have one of the worst reputations so far that we've seen in the league. And uh, as bad as Sam Darnold is, I will never forget, Sam Darnold, I don't, I don't remember, I think it was more than one game. Sam Darnold missed, he missed time with the New York Jets because he had mono. He had the kissing disease. Now, I'm not going to get into how he got it or whether he actually was kissing. I don't know. 
But that's going to be – I'm never going to forget that. This is – and congratulations to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson, still up and down. He has a full season to be evaluated. What does it mean to be a Jet fan? You got Mark Sanchez who ran into the back of a man's ass on Thanksgiving years ago. That's one quarterback. And then you got another guy who you're hoping is the quarterback. And what is he missing games for? Mono, the kissing disease. Some of these teams cannot catch a break. And right now the Carolina Panthers, they got one reject from the Browns. and They got another one from the New York Jets. And uh, head coach, the quarterbacks, everybody's going to get the boot. I'll play quarterback for the Panthers. Sign me up. Uh, maybe I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be nobody's damn reject. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Monday Night Football, we obviously had the Rams going over, or excuse me, we had the 49ers going over the Rams. We'll take more of your calls there. And then Sunday Night Football, speaking of quarterbacks, we got a future amazing quarterback, currently amazing, his name Patrick Mahomes. And then we got a guy with one foot out the door. His name is Tom Brady. We'll talk to you. We'll talk more quarterbacks. We'll talk about it all. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, every time I get into an Uber, I always turn the Uber drivers onto your show. We talk about sports. Tell them how awesome you are. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, shout outs to everybody out there, uh, you know, driving Uber and driving Lyft and driving all those other services that I don't know what the hell they're called. And if you're in the back of one of those things right now, just make sure you tip the Uber driver. Tip them. Unless they suck. And if you're an Uber driver that sucks, get it together. I typically, I I get good Ubers when I take them. I do. Every now and then you get a crap one. It's like, hey, man, I'm in the back here. What you got the window open in the front for? I don't need that air blowing on me. Anyway. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tonight, Monday Night Football. San Francisco 49ers beat the Rams. The final score, 24-9. to San Francisco, they improved their record to 2-2. Two and two. The Rams, they fall to 2-2. Two and two. And you should know this. In the NFC West right now, everybody is 2-2. Two and two. I feel like half the damn NFL right now is two and two. Arizona, two and two. Seattle, two and two. But let's be real. If Seattle is amazing throughout the season, I'm talking all season long, I'd be surprised. And then I'd laugh at Russell Wilson. But anyway, that's separate. Arizona, yeah, sure, they'll be good. They'll have a winning record, I guess, and then they'll choke at the end of the year. I I don't know. And so despite San Fran, Arizona, Seattle, the Rams, despite everybody being two and two, 
I still think San Francisco and the Rams are at the top of the NFC West. I then go ahead and put Arizona there in second or third place. And I think Seattle will ultimately come down to earth. They're the worst team, I believe, in the NFC West. And I apologize to all the people who will call me being angry from Seattle. Sorry. Speaking of Seattle, yes, they, they won a football game in a shootout against the Lions. I don't know if that's something that's supposed to evoke confidence, but they beat Detroit 48-45. to They scored 48 points. Detroit cannot stop anybody, and they let Detroit score 45. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like something to be positive about. Uh, anyway, Geno Smith, good game. 320 yards, two touchdowns. Rashad Penny, he did it big time on the ground. 151 yards rushing with two TDs. The Lions couldn't stop anybody anyway. This is what Geno Smith had to say about finishing strong. One thing we talked about all week was uh, we, we have been starting fast but not finishing strong. And so uh, we, we really talked about finishing strong today. Uh, you know, hats off to their defense. They did a great job of mixing the looks, giving us a bunch of different challenging looks. But overall, I think we handled it well with the crowd noise. Our communication was great. Um, you know, the line played awesome again. Um, and, you know, they're just continuing to be better and better every week, which is a, such a positive sign. And then overall, man, our playmaker showed up. The running game showed up. Uh, I think we kept the penalties down for the most part. So, you know, whenever you can do that and keep the chains moving, um, you're going to have a lot of yards and points. Yeah, and good for Seattle, man. Every every victory here is like a victory over Russell Wilson, even though he's not there anymore. And by the way, yeah, the Seahawks know about the Niners and their defense. Uh, it was week two where they held them to only seven points. As I mentioned to you, San Francisco, after the victory tonight, their next game is going to be against Carolina, and I expect the Niners to smash the Panthers. 855-212-4CBS. Rick is calling from Seattle. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, I'm just happy for my 49ers. I've been a faithful fan my whole life, and uh, it looked good. I was worried because of how Jimmy G played at that, with that against the Broncos. I was, like, kind of upset when he stepped out of bounds, but I, the Niners bounced back, and the running game that we know is so great came back, so... I'm just happy about that, man. And uh, shout out to, 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 to you, JR. I think you had a lot of good points about Trey Lance tonight. Well, thank you, Rick. I, I know you. Are you happy that. Oh, he's gone. He hung up. Anyway, I wanted to ask him if he's happy that, that Jimmy Garoppolo is leading the way. I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to find a 49er fan who was, would rather have Trey Lance at this point over Garoppolo. Tony is calling from Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Well, I, uh, I'm a transplanted Packers fan, but uh, one quick point about the quarterbacks. It seems like uh, you're playing Geno Smith is after the game. Quarterbacks speak so fast. Um, it doesn't matter if it's Geno Smith or Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott. But uh, my question is what you think about next week's game with uh, the Rams and the Cowboys. If San Francisco was such a defensive show against the, the Rams, the Cowboys, yeah, Cooper Rush is on a good good flow, but the Cowboys are playing some pretty awesome defense. That's what's winning in these games. Uh, 
Do you think it's possible the same thing might happen next week with uh, L.A. having such offensive woes right now? Well, I have I have no idea. I, this is a question better asked for tomorrow. So this is this is why Dak Prescott is going to get an update on his hand tomorrow. We know this for a fact. I, I also can't wait because Jerry Jones is going to open up his yap and his trap at, at, at any minute now just about what's taking place with, with Cooper Rutsch. And so Dak, uh, he's trying to come back against the Rams. And uh, I, I would figure by the time we, we talk about this tomorrow, we'll have a better idea. Uh, I am not overly concerned about the Rams uh, I, I think they got a lot of catching up to do, specifically on the offensive line. Uh, they're going to have to figure out a way to to get Allen Robinson involved in the offense as well. We know what 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 you know Cooper Cup can go out there and do. We know who Matthew Stafford is at this point in time. They don't have Von Miller, and so it's not the same exact team. Uh, but if I have to think about what's going to take place against the Cowboys. I'm 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 not overly concerned about either one of these two teams right now. Uh, Cowboys just always have some circus type nonsense going on, but uh, I'm not I'm not worried about the the Rams right now. And circus type nonsense that wouldn't be Jerry Jones, would it be? Yeah, well, it, it's a it's a trickle down effect from the top now, isn't it? Always the case. Have, have a great night. You as well, Tony. Thank you for calling from Texas. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I told you that we would take a look right before we get out of here uh, by, by, you know, looking at Sunday night football. It was an ass whooping. As one of our callers wanted to point out, he feels that we are in kind of a changing of the guard when it comes down to QBs. Well, what better example of that than looking at Mahomes and, and Tom Brady? We'll share that on the other side. I'll get to your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. My man, JR, this, this is kind of like a dream, man. I've listened to you uh, every night for two years. It's the first time I've called. I love your show, man. You keep it so real, and I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yep. Week four of the NFL season, it is a wrap. Tonight, we've talked about it. 49ers able to walk away with a victory over the Rams, 24-9. to Every team in the NFC West currently stands at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, At this time last night, or maybe not exactly at this time, but on Sunday night, uh, we saw another matchup, uh, Sunday night football between uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and also uh, Tom Brady's team, the Buccaneers, and that was a complete ass whooping. So much so that I said, I'm checking out on this game. I checked in intermittently to see what was going on. I'm like, I ain't watching this. Patrick Mahomes was out there throwing around Magic Johnson passes, and I, I said, all right, I'm out. The Chiefs ultimately win 41 to 31 
And as uh, it was pointed out by one of our callers earlier on in the show, it's like a passing of the guard or changing of the guard or passing of the torch. And there's no better example of that than between Mahomes and Brady. You know, Patrick Mahomes talked about uh, bouncing back here for this week, but then also showed a lot of love to that Tom Brady guy. This is what Mahomes had to say. We didn't play our, our best football last week. Um, and in th- this league, if you don't play good, you're going to lose. That's a great football team. I mean, that's a great defense, a great team, but led by the best quarterback of all time. Um, and so to come to their house, find a way to score some points and find a way to win, I mean, get you kind of hopefully get you kickstarted into the rest of this year. Yeah, and old man Tom Brady, yeah, even though he's on his way out of the door, uh, he showed a lot of love to Mahomes in return. We just didn't play great. And uh, give them a lot of credit. They made a lot of good plays. Patrick played great. They did well on third down, the red area. Won the turnover battle, time of possession, you know, because we didn't do much on offense. We left our defense out there. It's a, you know, tough on our defense to, you know, let an offense have that kind of time of possession. So we all got to get back to work and do a better job. Nothing wrong with a little bit of work. Tom Brady, I, I don't know if he has one foot out the door, is both or both feet out the door, is his brain in the door. I, I have no idea. Uh, it's just an interesting end here with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I, I presume they will be fine as the year goes on and continues. Another game that I do want to go ahead and highlight, man, the Eagles, they go 4-0 now. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, 29-21. The Jaguars are no longer just the uh, the pushovers of the NFL. They have a head coach who has a lot of experience coaching, at least on Sunday, against the team that he helped lead to a Super Bowl victory, and that's Doug Peterson. Nice combination. Uh, Trevor Lawrence actually has someone who can help him. Uh, this is what Doug Peterson said he told his team after they lost. I think I got a great feel for this football team. These guys are mad. They're kind of a little bit ticked off, you know, um, and they should be. You know, they should hate losing more than they enjoy winning. And that's what I told them after the game. And, uh, you know, um, 24 hours, we'll, we'll get in the film room tomorrow and we'll look at it and we'll fix fix it, make the corrections, and then move on. Yeah, at least they're competitive. The last time we saw them this competitive, they were in the AFC championship title game. Didn't work out, didn't happen. Meanwhile, how about this? The Eagles are the only undefeated team in the NFL at 4-0. Jalen Hurts didn't have the greatest of games yesterday. Miles Sanders pretty much helped lead the way. And uh, so Jalen says, yeah, we're 4-0 right now, but we still got some work to do. We look at this game and we see there's some bad in it. Um, We see that there are some things that can definitely be fixed. Um, But but we also look at this and um, we found out a lot about this football team, I think just in terms of being able to persevere, um, being steadfast, um, and, you know, controlling what we could. That's all you can do. Yeah, week four was an interesting week in the NFL. We saw Saquon Barkley have to take over for a little bit at at the quarterback position, almost like the Giants had to play quarterback uh, in the dirt against the Chicago Bears. Uh, We saw the blowout. Sunday night, I already told you about that. We just talked about it briefly uh, between the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs just lighting them up. It's been fun. And then tonight, the 49ers putting their foot on the neck of the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. And get ready, folks. We know this is going to happen. Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. We should have an update by tomorrow night about Dak in his hand. 
and prepare yourselves. Let's take some of your calls before we roll out of here. Beck is calling from Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going? It's the first time I'm listening to your show. Rest in peace, Bushwood Bill, with your intro a couple segments ago. Um, But this whole Colts um, quarterback situation, um, (laughs) I mean, again, here we are, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. I mean, when are they going to put Sam Elliott? Nick Foles isn't worth a damn either. I mean, when are they going to start doing these moves and let the young guys just the carousel of the same average situation well, ongoing it's, all the time? It's a, well, thank you, Beck, for calling up from Florida. And, yes, uh, the ghetto boy is absolutely amazing. It's, uh, we play that at the top of every hour. This is, this is what it boils down to. The, the Colts have tried to squeeze every last ounce out of the veteran talent that they had on the team. The veteran talent is now old. Darius Leonard is hurt again. You're bringing in Matt Ryan. You have Jonathan Taylor. He's busted up now. Like, they're going to have to just wipe everything completely. It, it's it. It's not happening with Matt Ryan. It's not happening or didn't happen with Rivers. This is it. And so if you're a Colts fan, I think everyone has seen the writing on the wall. They're on their way into the toilet. And until they find that franchise quarterback, that young guy who can take them uh, the next step, they're going to be cooked. It's one thing to go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck says, I'm out of here, man. I don't don't need the ass whooping in my life anymore. Uh, Anthony's calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hi. Um, I was calling, you know, everyone talks about Micah. You know, Trayvon, but how about some of the other people? Gallimore, Armstrong. I mean, this defense hasn't allowed more than 19 points well, in well, four well, games. Anthony, I, I, I assume you're referring to the Cowboys? Yes, sorry, I apologize. Okay, go ahead. Um, they haven't allowed nine, more than 19 points in four games, and the last time that was done was 1973. Um, I think this defense needs to be recognized. And, again, we have the Rams coming up and the Eagles. Um, and I just want to hear your thoughts about the defense. Well, well thank you, Anthony. That, that's accurate. We know that the Dallas Cowboys defense, they have, they have stars on every level. Uh, outside of that, it, it, it's early. Am I looking at the New York Giants and saying, oh, my God, they, they, they're world beaters? The Giants' offense is pathetic. Uh, to even think about them uh, having a record that they have right now at, at what, 3-1 and one is like, well, how the hell did they get here? Oh, they're playing against weak teams. The Commanders, equally pathetic. The Bengals trying to figure out life. Oh, yeah, you reset uh, Burrow's head. That was highly impressive. And then you started off the season losing 19-3 to to the Bucks, but even holding them to 19 is impressive. It, it's still early. This is not to take anything away from the Cowboys and their defense. They're going to have big plays. They're going to have big sacks, big interceptions. But holler at me in a few weeks, okay? We know a few years ago they had one of the worst defensive flat period in in their history. Gave up more yards and points than they ever have. Let's give us some time here with the Dallas Cowboys. I think the biggest issue for them is trying to figure out, oh, my God, who's going to play quarterback? It's going to be Dak. It's just a matter of how soon is Dak going to come back and take the position. And when he does, Kevin Harlan, I hope that he's on the call. Outside of the Rams getting their asses whooped and the 49ers taking control, 
Kevin Harlan was the star for me tonight. Always coming through saying something amazing. And you know what? Hey, Shep, do we have the, the clip where Kevin Harlan was calling the cat? One of, the, one of our, our followers on Twitter, he wanted to hear that too. Do we have that? We got that, JR. Yeah, let, let, what, here's Kevin Harlan calling a cat running across the field. He's walking to the three. He's at the two. And the cat is in the CDW red zone. CDW, people who get it now, a policeman, a state trooper has come on the field, and the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. And the cat is elusive, kind of like Barkley and Elliott. But he didn't know where to go. Look, at they're trying to corner him, and they got him in the end zone. There are state troopers all around this cat, which now climbs up into the stands. And the fans are running for their life. Now it goes back on the field again. And it's running in the back of the end zone. And listen, Kevin Harlan would make a trip to the doctor's office sound exciting. We need, this is what we need, Shot. I know I said Kevin Harlan and, and Sterling, John Sterling from the Yankees. Kevin Harlan and Gus Johnson in the same booth. It, it would be ridiculous. Oof. I would think that I was on drugs listening to those two guys. It, it, it'd be, uh, that'd be, it'd be maybe, maybe that'd be a little too much. What about Mike Breen? Oh, he's no, he's he's not high enough energy for those two guys. Those two guys, you would, uh, the world might explode if Kevin Harlan and Gus Johnson walked into the same booth. What a wild world! Give it to us one day, please, one day. Hey, Shep, thank you for another amazing night, man. My pleasure. Thank you, Jr. I'm sure by the time we come back tomorrow, we'll be talking about the Cowboys and Dak and his hand. Uh, let's see what Jerry Jones says. Something ridiculous, likely. There's, there's a lot that we're going to get into tomorrow. And I'm sure some NBA player will ask for a trade or something or another will happen. By the way, Kawhi played tonight. Ben Simmons played tonight. It's just preseason. The JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio is a wrap. But don't move. I'll be back tomorrow. But Amy Lawrence, she's up next. Thank you, Chef.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.